Unlocked Women conferences mean to me is I think it's a wonderful time for, even though men are invited, but it's really for women, about women. And it's a wonderful time for us to come together and get re-centered, re-energized in the things of God. This is a crazy world. And sometimes it's very confusing for a woman, especially if you're too soft, women don't respect you. If you're too tough, men roll their eyes at you. And so it, the world can be a very confusing place, but it's so beautifully simplistic when it's laid out in the things of God and in the, in the Bible and Bible principles. It really brings us back to center and lets us know how really simple it is that if we just depend on God and trust Him, we can do anything and everything. And that's what I get out of these conferences. It's a beautiful way to recenter, re-energize, and, and feel like you can conquer anything and everything. So I hope you'll join us. We have so much fun and, and get serious, serious energy and, and new life for, for the months to come. Join us, please. At the Women's Conference, I have experienced um, a move of God and the theme of the, the Women's Conference is unlocked. So just being present and hearing the word that God has placed on the speaker's heart, it gives you the key to unlock those doors. What I say, gems, of that you can use for your destiny. God has placed a destiny in all of us and they give us the resources and the tools to keep moving and walking out that destiny every day. So if you have a passion for business, or you have a passion for ministry, or you have a passion to just work with children, they will give you the resources and the encouragement and the key to unlock those doors. So where you have the confidence through the word to walk through those doors and walk through your destiny and reach as many people as so that's my experience at the Women's Conference, and I encourage you all to come and gather around the good stuff. Hi, I'd like to invite you to our annual Unlocked Women's Conference. It's a great time of fellowship with other women, a time of refreshing, a time of empowerment, a time to get ready for the rest of the year. So I hope to see you there July 15th and 16th this year. As I left, the Unlocked Ladies Conference last year, I felt so encouraged in the Lord as I listened to awesome women of God share God's word with a new fresh anointing. There was personal ministry time, personal prayer time. It was really a great time in the Lord. My most favorite part though was meeting ladies from other places as we connected and we shared the testimonies of God's goodness. I would encourage you to not miss out. This year's Ladies Unlocked Conference will be held here in Gonzales, July the 15th and 16th. Don't miss out, register online today. I look forward to seeing you there. Hi, my name is Marquise and I'm so excited to invite you to our Unlocked Women's Conference. I love these conferences because they provide times of refreshing and revival and community. It gives us an opportunity to not only hear the word, not only to be moved by the Holy Spirit in the services, but to also get to be in community with other like-minded believers. It is a powerful time. And I always leave the conference encouraged and refocused to carry out the will of God in my life. 
So I encourage you to come to our conference in July. It will be life-changing for you and your family. Welcome to Unlocked 2022. We are so glad that you are joining us for this awesome, powerful weekend. I would just like to share with you a scripture, 2 Corinthians 10, verses 3 through 5. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God, to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down every imagination and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. So you're here to get keys to become free in Christ. So one of those keys is repentance. So I'm going to lead you in a prayer of repentance, and then we're going to get started with the next key. Lord Jesus, we come humbly before you, each woman that's here and each woman that's watching online, Lord, and we thank you, Lord, that we can come to you and that you forgive our sins, our sins that we know and those that we don't know. Forgive us, Father. You are the Lord of our lives. We trust you. We believe in you. We hope in you, Lord. We thank you for this day. I declare authority over each heart in this room that it is open and cleansed and willing to receive every key that will be provided this weekend. We thank you. Hey, amen. Why don't you stand to your feet and tell your neighbors, say nothing happens until something is spoken. You know what? Is it okay if I sit in here? Yeah. Okay. All right. Y'all ready to worship the Lord? There's a sound. Come on, we produce a sound with our worship, with our praise. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for the sound that's rising up among your people. We come to release that sound in our worship today before you, God. In Jesus' name, we thank you, God. We give you all control over this service. We ask that the Holy Spirit would come, would fill us up. Amen. Fill this atmosphere. God, we just thank you for healings, for miracles. God, for signs and wonders to be released. God, over every life, for breakthrough, for deliverance. So, God, we thank you for it. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. amen. Hallelujah. Y'all ready? Come on, put your hands together. Woo! There is a sound rising up from the heart of his people. A cry for a move of God. The earth has been waiting. The earth has been waiting for manifestations revealing the sons of God. Now is the time, time for his people to rise and declare every chain has been broken. Salvation is here. Nothing happens, nothing happens until something is spoken. Speak the word and every chain will be broken. Come on, sing it out. Say nothing happens until something is spoken. Speak the word, the word and every chain will be broken. Oh yeah, come on, y'all say it. Say, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, 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 yeah. Oh,
Yes, there is a sound. There is a sound rising up from the hearts of his people. A cry for a move of God. The earth is waiting for manifestation in the sons of God. It's the time for his people to rise and declare every chain has been broken. Salvation is here. Nothing happens until something is spoken. Speak the word and every chain will be broken. Nothing happens until something is spoken. Speak the word and every chain will be broken. The things bound on earth but bound in the heavens. Every chain look on earth is bound in the heavens. When we open our mouth and we speak what he says, things must change. Things must change. So we declare freedom, salvation, healing, deliverance to every nation. We declare freedom, salvation, oh, and healing. Yes, we do. Deliverance to every nation. All of creation to end healing, salvation, deliverance, deliverance, deliver to every nation. All of creation to every nation, to every nation. All of creation to every nation. All of creation. Hallelujah. Give him some praise. Tell your neighbor again. Tell him, say, nothing happens until something is spoken. Amen. Hallelujah. The weapon may be formed, but it won't prosper. Yes. And when the darkness falls, it won't prevail. For the God I serve knows only how to triumph. My God will never fail. Oh, my God will never fail. I'm going to see a victory. I'm going to see a victory. For the battle belongs to you, Lord. Come on, lift your voice and sing it. Say, gonna see a victory. I'm gonna see ya. For the battle belongs. Battle belongs to you, Lord. Oh, yes. Come on, we're gonna worship our way through every battle. Amen. Oh, we praise you, God. There's no one like you. There's power in the mighty name of Jesus. In every war he wages, he will win. And I'm not backing down from any giant. Because I know how this story ends. Come on, sing it. Say, I know. I know how this story. I'm going to see. Say, I'm going to see a victory. 
I'm gonna see a victory for the battle belongs battle belongs to you Lord I'm gonna see I'm gonna see a victory I'm gonna see come on prophesy today that the battle belongs battle belongs to you Lord I'm gonna see a victory I'm gonna see a victory for the battle belongs battle belongs to you Lord I'm gonna see a victory I'm gonna see a victory come on sing it the battle belongs battle belongs to you Lord oh yes it does come on just shake off every hindrance right now we're coming to press through amen in the atmosphere of worship thank you father we thank you lord for what you're doing yes god you take what the enemy meant for evil and you turn it for good come on sing it out say you turn it for good no matter what you're facing today just remind yourself that you take what the enemy meant for evil and you turn it for good turn it for good for good come on sing it out like you know it today say you take you take what the enemy meant for evil and you turn it for good yes you do for good you take what the enemy meant for evil you take what the enemy meant for evil and you turn it for good you turn it for good come on lift your voice say you take you take what the enemy meant for evil and you turn it for turn it for good for good you take what the enemy meant for evil oh come on say you turn it for good yes you do lord you turn it for good victory i'm gonna see a victory you believe it today for the battle come on lift your voice to heaven just declare i'm gonna see a victory i'm gonna see yes hallelujah belongs to you lord i'm gonna see a victory I'm gonna see a victory for the battle belongs belongs to you yes it does it belongs to you God victory I'm gonna see a for the battle belongs battle belongs to you Lord you take what the enemy meant for evil what the enemy meant for evil and you turn it for good you turn it for good come on sing it out you take what the enemy meant for evil the enemy meant for evil and you turn it for good you turn it for good come on just worship and just declare that oh god we prophesy in this atmosphere that you are turning things around Oh, you're turning our marriages, you're turning relationship, you're turning our children around. You're turning this nation around, oh God. What the enemy meant for evil. God, you're stepping in. God, that you make a way where there seems to be no way. Come on, lift your voice and praise to the Lord. We thank you for the victory. We thank you. Hallelujah. 
Come and fill this place, oh God. Yes, the world will bow down and say you are God. Every man will bow down and say you are king. Yes. Soul and star right now. Why would we wait? Just wanna be with you. Just wanna be with you. King of glory, fill this place. Just wanna be with you. Just wanna be with you. Yes, the world. Yes, the world. We'll bow down and say you are God. Every man, every man will bow down. We'll bow down and say you are king. So let's start right now. So let's start right now. Why would we wait? We can praise you. We can praise you now. Glory. Come on, sing it out. The King of Glory. Come and fill this place. Just wanna be with you. Just wanna be with you. Just wanna be with you. King of Glory. Fill this place. I just wanna be with you. Just wanna be with you. So we'll sing hallelujah until you come again. We will dance in your presence until you come again. We will sing hallelujah. Until you come again, we will dance in your presence. Until you come again, oh, come on, sing it, Tim. We will sing hallelujah till you come again. Yes, we will. We will dance in your presence till you come again. Sing, we will sing hallelujah until you come again. We will dance in your presence, we will dance in your presence, dance in your presence, dance in your presence, dancing King of Glory, King of Glory, fill this place. Just wanna be with you. Just wanna be with you. Just wanna be with you. Oh, King of Glory, King of Come and fill glory. this place. Fill 
Just want to be with you. Just want to be with you. King of glory, fill this place. King of glory, come fill me up, fill me up, fill me up, Lord. God, we just want to be with you, Lord. You're the reason we came, God. You're the reason we're here, oh God, because we want more. We're not satisfied with what we have. We want more, God. God, come and fill us up, oh God. King of my peace. King of my joy. God, you're the healer. God, we receive it today. Everything that you have for us, we declare prophetically as a people. God, that you are turning things around for our good. God, what the enemy meant for evil. God, that you are turning it around right now. Right now, right now, right now, right now. You're turning it. You're turning it. God, we want more. We want more. We want more of you, God. Oh, we're so hungry. We're so desperate for you, God. We hunger for you, Lord. We thirst for you, God. Yes, Lord. Thank you, God, we Jesus, Jesus, 
registrations were coming in until 3 o'clock this morning. I don't even know if all those people are here. I'm like, oh no, we don't have enough food for them. What are we going to do? Chick-fil-A, come on, bring some food. You know, but (laughs) but we're going to work something out. But I am so excited that you're here and God knew you would be here for this appointed time for this season. He knew all of these things. He's not, as Shelly, as your mama said, he's not surprised by any of this, June said. Nothing's happened that surprised him. So we're going to push in. We're going to receive. And I know many in our congregation, you know, in fact, my two key conference coordinators were there at the house with Denise when she went to be with the Lord yesterday. That's overwhelming, especially if you've not been in that kind of a situation before. And so I know it's taken a toll on our ladies, but God knew the timing of all of this. And he's got you here, and he's going to fill you up. If you come to him like a sponge ready to absorb all that he's got for you, he's going to fill you up. The word, we know from the things we've studied in the word that God never disappoints. He never disappoints. So we don't understand all of his ways and all of the things that transpire in this life. But our faith, our hope, our confidence, our trust is in him and in him alone. And we're going to have an amazing weekend. So open up your hearts to receive all that he has for you. You may be seated this morning. I know that we could have stayed in that worship place right there. And maybe we should have, but if we should have, 
Bethany will um, Bethany will uh, bring us back there if that's where we need to be as she goes in to preach this morning. Now, my husband has been giving me sign language back there. Of course, he's telling me that he loves me. Of course, you know that. But he's also telling me that y'all are going to have to love each other a little bit more and scoot those honeys in a little closer to each other because thankful for our great registration, but we don't have the opportunity this time. I know all of us like to have 20 empty seats between us and the next person to put our purse and all our junk we brought with us, but we can't do that. I need y'all to scoot in. Our ushers are trying to bring people in, our um, wonderful ladies to, to make sure we have seats for everyone. I also want to say that a few of you are um, uh, coming only today we have a group of people here only today and a group of people only tomorrow but if you change your mind and you say after today hey I want to try to come tomorrow just see one of us we'll do see what we can do to make that happen and um, Bethany told me don't introduce her and boy do I want to introduce her because I couldn't even do this life without this baby girl God bless me with but she told me she's ready to preach so I'm gonna get out of the way and I'll tell y'all all the things about her later okay So good to see the Bullocks in the house. Good to see each of you. Um, I am so excited about, ooh, I can just feel the power of the Holy Spirit right now. Amen. Wow. It's only going to get better. Amen. All right. Give me one second. Mom, did you need your water? I never stop raising the parents. You just, you know, you just keep doing it. All right. So I'm going to talk to you out of Exodus 2. Partly I'm going to share some verses. And for the religious, just because I want to make you upset, I'm just going to paraphrase some of it. Okay? So we just want to make sure we stir it up just a little bit. Okay? So um, the multiplied increase of the Hebrews was we see in Exodus that it became a threat to Pharaoh and of his control and power and his oppression over God's people. So his solution was to depopulate them hmm. by killing the males that were born and throwing them into the Nile River. I mean, do you see any correlation there? You know, because God's people are raising up, amen? We're waking up, we're increasing, amen? And because of that, we are a threat to the enemy. Amen. And so the enemy doesn't know what else to do and is grasping at straws. And so he is trying at every cost to take us out, to take the body of believers, God's children out. And I want to read from Exodus 1, 22. And don't worry if you don't have it on the overhead, it's fine. I'm just going to read it. Um, then Pharaoh gave this order to all his people. Every Hebrew boy that is born, you must throw into the Nile. But every girl live because, you know, girls are awesome, right? And because we do know what a woman is, amen, praise God, hallelujah, just got to fit that in there, amen, at the women's conference, amen. And so I guess maybe he also knew not to mess with the women, I mean, because we're like really dangerous, right? I don't know, but anyway, so when, you know, what is your response when the enemy threatens to kill your dream? What is your response when the enemy comes to threaten your dream, to take your dream out, to threaten your marriage, threaten your finances, threaten, uh, you know, your children, whatever that it might be? What is your response? Is it to become normalized? 
or is it to become radicalized that I'm going to push back against the forces of the enemy and no, he's not going to have my children. No, he's not going to have my marriage. No, he's not going to have my sanity. No, he's not going to have, he's not going to take my peace away or my joy away. Amen. We become, we are radical women. We have become unlocked. We are unlocked. Amen. To, and we are armed and dangerous. Amen. We come to take some heads down. All right, let's just get a little. Let's just get a little Old Testament. You know, I think if we implemented some of the Old Testament, we wouldn't see half the mess we see today. So maybe we need to. You know, if your if your hand causes you to sin, cut it off. You know, you know, if your eye causes you to sin, just pluck it out. Samson, Hallelujah, Amen. Somebody. Um, you know, when we're gripped with fear, and and we succumb to Pharaoh's decree. You know, there's some people in that day, in that time, that they did succumb to that decree. They, they were like, oh, man, you know. And all of this, we can find, you know, some correlations in the days that, that we're living in. Because when, when the enemy tries to make a decree, he tries to come in with a spirit of fear. And fear, you cannot think straight. You are not logical. When you are bound by a spirit of fear, you do irrational things. Amen. And so the enemy will just by what he says to try to cause you to tremble, to retreat, to succumb to what he's trying to do. But what we need, what we really need to do is we need to be like Jacobin and we need to be radicalized and know who our God is. Amen. And so, you know, we're living in that day where the multiplied increase of God's children is once again a threat to Pharaoh, to the enemy of today. Amen. And, you know, in the enemy's last attempt to maintain control, to maintain oppression over God's people, he's declared war over the unborn and the born. Deliverers, because he knows and senses even more, you know, I think even more discerning, sadly, than some believers, that he senses that when his kingdom's about to be overthrown by a deliverer. So he wants to go ahead and just take out all the deliverers that are being born. But you know what? There's a generation that's rising up right now of deliverers that are going to overthrow the kingdom of darkness. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm going to be a part of it. We're going to be a part of it. Amen. We are that remnant. Hallelujah. There are spirit, you know, in, in the days that we're living in as parents, um, you know, I mean, and everybody, even if you're not a parent, but as parents, we are desperate to find ways Miss Rebecca said we can shield our kids. Like any aspect, you know, like tablets, you know, they're not all safe. You know, you can't, all that stuff. You have to monitor everything. It's like everything that the enemy is trying to come at them more so uh, than ever before in, in every kind of way. And, and, you know, we're trying to protect them just like in, the, in Exodus as we're reading here in Exodus 2, it begins to talk about all of that was taking place. You know, we just read Exodus 122 about the decree about to try to kill the plan, the enemy's plan to kill, to annihilate. You know, and we're at that place where we are trying to do everything that we can as, as godly believers to protect the generation that's coming up. You know, at any cost, at any cost, we've made our decision to be radicalized. So I'm here to say, let the war begin. Let the war begin because I'm not backing down. I know you're not backing down. Uh, we have a purpose in our womb. We are pregnant with a move of God that's going to come forth. And the enemy may can say whatever he wants to say, but there's nothing that can stop us. Amen. There's nothing that can stop us. Amen. And so, you know, 
He can declare war. He can do whatever he wants to do, say whatever he wants to say. But I can't help but win, 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 no matter what. The mouth of the enemy, we're going to shut. And when he comes after my family, he already knows he'll get cut. And they say, yeah. They say, yeah. All we can do is win. Tell your neighbor, say, all you can do is win, win, win. Win, win, win. No matter what. Because the enemy is about to get cut in his butt. We're just going to get... <laughs> My dad's like, I'm leaving now. This is it. I'm done. Anyway, we had to just, you know, push the line. Here's the line. Here's me. By the line, okay? All right, so Jacobed had three kids. She had Miriam, who was a prophetess. Aaron, high priest, Moses, deliverer. And ladies, ladies, I want to tell you today that your womb has the power to birth an entire move of God. Come on, look at that. She birthed a prophetess, a deliverer, and a high priest. That's why the enemy is fighting you so hard. That's why the enemy is after you. Is because he sees even more than what you do about what's about to happen. Amen? In Exodus 2, during this time... Um, a Hebrew couple, Amram and his wife, Jacobed. So if you're looking for a name for your children, just don't look in the, just don't use these. Okay, no, no. Okay, and then anyway, if your name is that, I'm sorry. Forgive me. I love you. Amen. Okay, Exodus 2, 3. We're going to read these scriptures, okay? But when she could hide him no longer, somebody say no longer. When she could hide him no longer, she got a papyrus basket for him. I guess that's how you pronounce it. It sounds good off the tongues, feels good, so we're going to stick with it, all right? And, um, okay, for him, and coated it with tar and pitch. Then she placed the child in it and put it among the reeds along the bank of the Nile, dirty and dangerous waters. His sister stood at a distance to see what would happen to him. Then Pharaoh's daughter went down to the Nile to bathe and her attendants were walking along the riverbank. Talk about divine appointments. Come on, nothing is an accident or by surprise. She saw the basket, uh, basket among the reeds and sent her female slave to get it. She opened it and saw the baby. He was crying and she felt sorry for him. This is one of the Hebrew babies, she said. Then his sister asked Pharaoh's daughter, Shall I go and get one of the Hebrew women to nurse the baby for you? I might just happen to have somebody right back here behind the reeds that's ready to, and equipped to nurse the child. Is that good? Okay. I mean, this is just awesome. And so, yes, go, she answered. So the girl went and got the baby's mother. Pharaoh's daughter said to her, take this baby and nurse him for me, and I will pay you. All right, we're going to get there later. We're going to get there later, okay? I don't, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready right now. But we're going to stick along with it. Okay, when the child grew, she took him to Pharaoh's daughter, and he became her son. She named him Moses, saying, I drew him out of the water. Okay, the first point I want to make today is hide your dream. So... When I was expecting, we have two, my husband and I, um, this is the man right there is mine. Okay, so y'all don't, don't touch him now. Don't touch him. I, I see you. I see you, Miss Dory. All right. <laughs> he came to hear me preach. Well, we have our, uh, our first son. His name is Bo. 
uh, B-E-A-U-X, but he's also a bow, boom, to uh, fight against the enemy, right? And then we have Blaze, B-L-A-Z-E, who is, I mean, there's just all kinds of prophetic all up in there, right? And so, um, <clears throat> so don't come against my family because we're going to get you with the bow and the fire, all right? <laughs> So we have right here, my mom gave me this, um, this basket, Moses basket, very cool, uh, when Bo was born. And I, when we were expecting our second, Bo, uh, Blaze, what is the name of our children? Okay, Blaze, um, I couldn't find it. And so we had a carbon monoxide leak, was it, is that right, a, a few months back? And so we, we were in the exodus. And we were running to mom and dad's. And we're like, hey, can we say this? Well, anyway, we, they have like an upstairs loft. And lo and behold, I went up there. The, the carbon monoxide went off in our house just so that I could find this basket. Isn't God so awesome? No, I'm just joking. But um, anyway, and so now I'm like, hey, this is my, this is my Jacobin, you know, my Moses basket. We're going to use it in the message today. So this woman, y'all, she, she hid her baby for three months. And there's a lot of, you know, biblical significance. You know, the number three means completeness. It's one of the biblical definitions of that. And so there's a time where you can no longer hide your seed, your dream, that if you continue to hide it, then it's actually going to expose it to danger. And there was such a strategic timing in all of this that was played out with Jacobet and her husband. How that, you know, and in and, and, and commentators, and when you research it out, it says that they were not afraid because they trusted in God. They trusted in the Lord. You know, Hebrews 11, 23 says, By faith, Moses' parents hid him for three months after he was born because they saw he was no ordinary child. And they were not afraid of the king's edict. They were not afraid of what the enemy began to say. You know, they knew that there was something special, that this child was marked. I want to talk about hiding place. You know, through research, we find that God gave Jacobet instructions of what to do mm, during times of chaos. We have to get the mind of the Holy Spirit of what to do during times of chaos because times of chaos are going to come if you're not aware we're kind of living in them now so we've got to get a hold of what God's saying we've got to get a hold of what he's saying you know and and so that we can know how to save the dream that's coming forth they hid him for three months he outgrew that until he outgrew that season he outgrew his hiding place you know, um, again, I'm coming back to the number three about the biblical uh, meaning of that. Of course, it means completeness. You know, he completed and he outgrew that season. We need to stop trying to stay. Some of y'all, God has been pushing on your heart to do this or do that. And, and you want to, you think it's still hiding season. It's not hiding season. It's attack. It is war. It is, it's time to change. And so you wonder why, because here's the thing. If we are not discerning of the times of, of the season change just in this situation. So for, for example, if Jacobed would have kept him for month four, month, you know, well then that would have exposed him further to the enemy. Well, look at our life, spiritually speaking, that when it's season change time, ladies, you expose yourself more to the attacks of the enemy. You got to change. 
And if you're uncomfortable right now, it's okay. Because Jesus, the Holy Spirit, in his loving way, puts that pressure. You know, if you're feeling very nervous right now, and you're uncomfortable, you get the hot sweats, it's not menopause, it's the Holy Ghost. Saying it's time, talk about season change. <laughs> okay, so, all right, Bo's a first year of school. He went to pre-K, you know, we, he's going in kindergarten this year. Um, you know, I uh, uh, pre-K four, you know, this last year. And um, I'll tell you what, man, it was the hardest thing. We, it was the biggest, you know, thing that we ever did in our life was to allow our child to go to school. I'm like, I'll homeschool. And then we tried that. And I was like, one of us is going to show up missing. And um, I don't think that this is what God's will is for my life. So we said, we're going to bring him to school. Amen. Somebody praise God. Hallelujah. And we felt the spirit all up in that but it was hard man it was so hard because we're doing everything we can as parents to shield and to hide him from all the craziness that's in this world and even though you know we have God has blessed us we were able to put him in a Christian school in a private school but it don't matter you know and we realize that there's a time that you know we are the ones that instill in him and our seed what they need to know no matter what no matter where they go and we plead the blood of Jesus over them, over their eyes, over their ears. I want to talk to you about, uh, we're praying, you know, um, every day, every morning, every night, you know, we pray. I lead them in, lead kids in prayer. And, uh, you know, we plead the blood of Jesus. And we name all of our family, not just our family of four, but we name all of them, all of them. And we name him. And Bo, can, he can do that. At four years old, he can do that. And so we were leaving, the, we we're um, getting ready to leave uh, uh, the, what were we doing? My goodness, I can't get it out. We were leaving, going somewhere in the car, and he says, I want to pray. I want to pray. I said, okay. And so he began to uh, pray. He said, and I break the power of the enemy, and we destroy the enemy, and we, I don't even know what else, the enemy. And, and I said, I'm doing something right. You know, that's not to pat me on the back, but that's to encourage you mothers. Teach your children to pray. Teach them to pray. I'm scooting on all kinds. Of, I got all kinds of stuff in here, but realizing I'm taking a little bit too much. So she prepared the next part. So she, number one, she hid. There was a hiding season. The second point is she prepared. Her response, y'all listen. Her response to the enemy's threat was her faith. My faith in God, my trust in God. I'm going to meet the enemy with my faith. How we prepare our basket in seasons of chaos will determine if our dream will sink or if it will float above the waters of destruction and chaos. How we prepare in seasons of chaos. Y'all, we got to get the mind of God. We have to have instructions from the Holy Spirit of what to do in these times so that we can protect the move that's coming. Amen. The word says as you begin to, uh, um, you know, I, I like my Dakes Bible and Dakes calls it an ark. You know, you study it out. The commentator Dakes begins to say it actually was a small ark and a small boat that this woman, this woman was amazing, you know, and she made a small ark for her baby. And, um, you know, the, the, as you begin to study with other commentators that this is just as God gave Noah divine instructions to build his ark. So did he for Jacobed. She didn't just make a basket, 
but it was waterproof. Turn to your neighbor and say waterproof, because that's where we're going to be hanging out today. We're going to be talking about waterproofing our basket. We're going to be waterproofing our basket. So, I mean, that was some kind of a boat that she had. So Jacobed, she made a little P-roll for her son. And, and, and then she went and she made, made his groceries, mother. And then she put a little zinc, not a sink, she put a zinc in there. All right, she made the groceries, she made a pirog, all right? And then she made the groceries, because that's what we do down here. We don't get groceries, we don't buy groceries, we make them. We, we really good like that, how we can make them. And then we put a zinc in there. And then she made some chicken and andouille gumbo, and she put that in his bottle. And then she took some Tabasco and she put all Tony Sacheries and put all on that thing so them gators and them water moccasins wouldn't get them, right? And what's amazing is not only did, um, and it, I'm really just joking. Okay, it was just a joke. She really didn't do that. She's not Cajun, although if she was Cajun, it would have been more better. But it, you know, anyhow. But what's amazing to me is that the crocodiles, nothing, not even the water went in that boat. Not, nothing went in that boat. It was waterproof. She waterproofed her basket so it would not sink, but it would float above the waters. Come on, somebody, of chaos and destruction. I want to ask you this morning, what are you waterproofing your basket with? Are you waterproofing your basket that's carrying your dream? Because your dream is headed to kingdom purpose. Is it going to sink? Or is it going to float above chaos? Is it going to be overtaken by the waters of chaos? Or is it going to float and get right on into the presence of royalty? Go right through the reeds to the palace of where the divine appointment needed to take place. You know, some of us, we need to check ourselves. Are we waterproofing? Because every time that she woke, like she weaved and uh, whatever the word is I'm looking for. But anyway, she made the basket. I believe it was not just that she was weaving those materials, but she was weaving prayers in there, that there was anointing that was in there. And whatever that she imparted in that moment as he was a baby, it stuck with him to the Red Sea. Come on, everything in tide, major events that were tied to Moses' life had to do with elements of water, not by surprise, not by accident, but I believe it had everything to do with his anointing. Because, you know, the water... Water represents the Holy Spirit. The water represents the flow. We've got to release our dreams in the flow of the Holy Spirit. And when we waterproof that thing, it's going to get right where it needs to be. You see, I think it's so amazing to me how that no, not, not, nothing touched him in the basket because it was waterproof. And nothing touched him. No water touched him while he was leading. Come on, somebody. The children of Israel through the Red Sea. No water touched him. I want to tell you today that when you waterproof your children, when you waterproof your marriage, when you waterproof your, whatever that you are praying through, it's going to come through. Come on, they might turn away from the palace for a little bit as Moses did, that he murdered somebody and he got scared and he ran away from his call, but he ended up coming right back on in because of the mom, a praying woman, that waterproof. Somebody's going to get that today before you leave. 
There is something about a praying woman that waterproofs her seed, that waterproofs her dream, that waterproofs her finances, that waterproofs her home, that waterproofs her children, that waterproofs, come on, our nation, that no matter, even if it goes back, whoo, it's coming right back whoo, to the kingdom purpose. We've got to waterproof it. Turn to your neighbor and say, waterproof it, baby. We got to waterproof it. <laughs> Psalms 139.5 says, you hem me in behind and before. You have laid your hand upon me. You see, hemmed in, it means surround someone. Oh, man. Some of you have been praying for your kids. Your kids have been driving you crazy. Your kids are acting up. Come on, somebody. Maybe you hadn't been saved all your life and you didn't raise your kids in church. That's okay because there's something about your prayers. Sometimes the enemy wants to make us think that our prayers are not working, but they are working. They are working and we are hemming. We are hemming them in. We, are, we got them surrounded. Come on, God's got you surrounded. When you begin to pray, God begins to surround Bethany. God begins to surround Bo and Blaze. Everywhere that they go, Joshua, they're hemmed in. Come on, nothing can stop it. Nothing can stop it. Hallelujah. We're hemming them, hemming them in. Come on, we're hemming them in. We're weaving that basket. Hallelujah. If you have, if you have waterproofed your basket then God has your children hemmed in, completely surrounded, completely surrounded. Are you waterproof in your basket? They will not be overtaken by the waters of chaos. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. You see, your breakthrough, your breakthrough kingdom moments happen when impossible situations arise. So in the days of Jacobed, and we see that there was an impossible situation, that her child was about to be killed if she didn't do something. See, faith is action. We got to do something. Don't just sit there, get up off of it, and do something. You know, we got too many Christians that are warming the precious seats of the church, and they're not doing nothing, and they wonder and cry why nothing is changing. It could be you ain't waterproofing nothing. It could be that you're not putting your faith in motion and action. Now, it doesn't mean that. Let me clarify something because until I'm going to say something, you know. Because we pray, it doesn't mean that, oh, we're exempt from the waters of chaos. It means that we are, we are equipped and we are exercising that to overcome and to fly, uh, to fly, to, yeah, to fly it and whatever you want to do, to float above it. We're not going to be consumed by it. Amen. So, so that is what gives us the ammunition to combat the enemy. Amen? I'm sorry. I'm trying to scan because I went all over the place. And uh, give me one second. We're about to wrap up because I know some of y'all are hungry. Some of y'all are hungry. You may be floating in a boat surrounded by chaos. And I know in my spirit, many of you in this place, you are surrounded in the natural, in the Nile River. It's chaotic. It's scary. It's scurry. We're scared over everything that's around us, right? But if we keep our eyes focused, just as Mo Moses could only, when he was a baby, look up. He couldn't, he couldn't look around, right? He was, he was up, I assume. I assume that he wasn't rolling over at that time. I don't know. 
But we need to keep our eyes focused on him and understand that our basket's waterproof. It's waterproof. Now, the third and final point here is to let go. She had to let go. She hid him. She prepared. And then she had to let go. She had to let go. She placed him where the princess, placed him in the route of where the princess of Egypt would see him. God will order your steps. You can't tell me that this was just happenstance or whatever that word is that I'm messing up so bad. That it was just, you know, coincident or by luck. No, we don't, we're not lucky. As believers, get that out of your mouth. We are blessed. We are blessed. And when you're tuned in to the Holy Spirit, he will order your instructions of how to prepare waterproof. And then even the timing of which to put that child and that basket in the water. Amen. And so I'm going to hit this real quick. So because I know we got to we got to move on. But um, as parents, we need to set this generation up on the stream that will deliver them directly to their destiny. No reroutes. But straight, we need to set them up. It's just a straight shot to the palace. It's just a straight shot to your kingdom purpose. We have a responsibility to do that. You may say, you know what, Bethany, I don't have physical children. It it, it doesn't matter because there are spiritual children that you have, that you are setting up for greatness. All of us, all of us, women, women are the only ones that God created to give birth. And there is a reason for that. Amen? And nothing can be fabricated, duplicated, and whatever cated is complicated. If it's too complicated, it ain't God. It's confusion. Spirit of confusion. Amen? But we ain't got time to talk about that. Let's talk about Miriam. You know, we need to get with people who watch after and protect our dream. Stop playing with Sister Bucket Mouth. Who ain't worried about your dream and watching it as it's going floating through the reeds and making sure there's no crocodiles and stuff. Maybe you need to go ahead and throw her down into the crocodiles and just keep on going. Because I've got too much to do, Miss Mary, to play around with church folk who ain't got it together. I've got kingdom purpose. I've got my children that I'm setting up for kingdom purpose. And if that means that I just have one friend or I've got three, Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, baby, we're going to make it. We're going to be just all right. But some of us, God is challenging us today to sever some relationships because they're not worried about you. You know, Miriam was a prophetess. we got to be aligned with people who have eyes to see the purpose in our dream. And that will help us and guide us to the right direction direction of where we need to go amen Miriam was a prophetess and she could see that he wasn't just gonna stay in the reeds see some people only see you and your dreams staying in the reeds and they watching I got people follow me on Facebook not because they love me but they watching delete block kick slap that's what I want to do where's the slap button Miss Rebecca I don't know I can't find it but I'm looking for it I'm looking for it I'm just joking. Not really. <laughs> okay. Um, we need people that are prophetic people that will help guide us in our dream. That have the foresight and the vision to see the attacks that would come. And they don't just see us in the place of the reeds, but they know that, hey, if I'm watching and I'm protecting, I'm helping in a conduit to the next move of God. And I'm pushing this baby in the, in the place of the palace of the kingdom purpose. Amen? 
We need to cut some relationships off in our life. Surround yourself with prophetic people who will speak your uh, speak to your dream in the excuse me, speak your dream in the right direction. Everything was strategic. We see that everything was strategic. You know, it was so hard for her to let go. She had to let go of that baby. I mean, under pressure. You want to talk about, you know, I work pretty good under pressure. I might not be so nice under pressure. Don't say amen. But I'm working on it. Okay. But I work pretty good. I'm I'm okay under pressure. Jacobet had to work under pressure. She prepared. And then after that, she had to let go. Some of us, we've hidden a baby. We've prepared our basket. We've anointed it, put some earl on it, you know, all that. And then we don't want to let go, Miss Kathy. And, 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 you know, we're already, at that point, we are aborting the dream because we're not in tune with the time and the season. She had to let go. We must let go, and we must trust God. After we've done everything that we know to do, we must let go. We must let go and trust God and see what he will do. When you've done all you can do, we got to release it into the flow. we got to release, release it into the water. We gotta release it into the flow of the Holy Spirit. God, I've done everything I know to do. I've made this basket. I've prayed. I've, I've put. You know, I've made it waterproof. Now, God, it's in Your hands. It's in Your hands. My children, it's in Your hands now, Lord. I'm not giving up my praying. That's not what let go means. It, it means that I'm gonna. I've done what I need to do now. God, I'm gonna watch You show up. Are you, are you ready to let go this morning? Come on, are, are, you, are, you, are you waterproofing your basket today? We need to allow God to work through us. Come on, it's time, ladies, that we unlock those fingers, that grip. <laughs> Come on, off of the basket, off of the dream, and, and see what God will do. You know, in Malachi, it says, now, improve me. You know, and of course, it is talking about... Um, you know, ties and offerings and all, but in every aspect, prove me, Lord, I'm letting go. And I'm, I'm going to prove that your word was right. Approve. And this is going to be for your glory. Amen. Okay. Let me scoot it, scoot it, scoot it. Hallelujah. See what's amazing as I'm closing here, I want to just close with this one point here and, and maybe, you know, cause that's what my fourth closing, we got 10 more to go. So we're fine. Um, so, you know, I think it's amazing that when Miriam, you know, just so happened to be there when the princess found, the, found Moses, her brother, right? And she's, and she's like, do you have anybody that will, you know, she's like, well, you know, I have somebody to feed him and all that stuff. And then Jacobed was paid. Somebody's going to get the Holy Ghost on that one. I'm telling you, before you leave, you're going to get it. She was paid for something she was already equipped to do saying nobody else can feed your baby but you and see there comes a time where the enemy is going to start paying you miss vita for all of the la- the lost years all the stress come on all the tears all everything that the enemy has tried to bring in your family all the things that the the confusion all the stuff that the enemy has tried to do that the enemy is coming a time of a season change where the enemy is going to have to pay you because you're the only one that can feed your dream to nurture to impart into your dream hallelujah we've got to let go ladies today we meet the enemy's threat with a calculated response come on your calculated response excuse me your calculated comeback 
will force enemies to pay back. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it again. I'm going to say it again. See, your calculated comeback is going to force the enemy to pay back. There's some preparation that we've got to do. We've got to waterproof our basket. We've got to waterproof. We've got to waterproof it. with. How do you do that? With our prayers, with our trusting in the Lord, with tuning in to the Holy Spirit for his instructions of what to do in these times of chaos. And, and you know, I'm going to tell you today that your dream will not be overtaken by the enemy. Amen? If, if you are waterproofing your basket. Amen? The promises of God are always there for us, but it's contingent. Just as if somebody came in here and prophesied over your life, it's contingent. Oh, you mean to tell me that if you prophesied to me that I got to do something? Yeah. You got to work that faith. You got to work that word. Amen. You have to do something with that. We will not be normalized. We will be radicalized to bring and birth a revival out of our womb. We will birth the greatest move of God. See, whatever waters that you are faced with today will not overtake you. They will not even touch you like Moses. They will not even touch you. Come on. They're not going to touch you. They may seem like they're going to touch you, but it's not going to happen. Amen. Because you are waterproof. Hallelujah. God will bring you through the waters. Let's pray. God, I just thank you for your power. I thank you that you are breaking anxiety. You're breaking panic attacks right now. God, I thank you, Lord, those of us are concerned for our children. Lord, I thank you, Lord Jesus, that we are reminded today, God, that as we pray, as we trust in you, God, that you are hemming them in. You've got them surrounded, Lord. You have our family surrounded. God, the situations that we come in here with, that we're burdened, we're heavy with, oh God. Lord, we thank you, Lord Jesus, that you will begin to lift that. God, as we trust you, God, God, the, the, that you would break. God, we just, even right now, we break every addiction in this house. We break every demonic spirit, every spirit of witchcraft assigned to us, assigned to our seed. We break its power in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you, God, that we are not going to sink. God, but we are floating above the waters of chaos. God, we're going to our kingdom purpose. Lord, we give you praise. I give you praise, oh God, for the victory. I give you praise, oh God, for what you have done, what you're going to do, God. Holy Spirit, we ask that you would come. I want to pray for you today. You know that some of us in this room, you know, we're very big on altar ministry. We believe in laying on of hands and, and believe in impartation. And as something happens, you know, um, not just because we drink. You know, this time we open up the altars for those who would like prayer. You know, those of us in this place that you were overwhelmed by the chaos that surrounds you. And it feels like that you're, you're I'm, I'm just going to tell you what the Holy Spirit's saying is that the enemy is lying to you and tell you you're going to lose it. That you are mentally going to use it. And the enemy is trying to, you know, um, bring confusion. And, and then the fear and the panic attacks are coming. It's exactly what's going on. And I know that's for somebody here. Is that because of the intense attacks that are taking place. Um, and if that's you, just come on up. I'm going to. All right. It's going to be broken in the name of Jesus. It's going to be broken in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The, the, the pressure is so much so, and the demonic attacks are so much so, it's pressure heavy, heavy, heavy on your chest. And you feel like you're going to lose it. And I want to tell you that God sent me here today to break that off of you. 
Amen. You're not going to lose. God has given me a sound mind. I have the mind of Christ. We decree, we decree, we declare that right now. And you need to, when you leave here today and the enemy tries to bring that on you, you need to say, I, and put your hand on your head. I have the mind of Christ. I have a sound mind. And I'm going to pray. We're going to pray over you. There's a few other things that I know, you know, I know we got the luncheon and all, and I'm conscientious of that, but I feel like I don't want to miss it. <laughs> I don't want to miss what God's doing. And it's not about me. Okay, this ain't about me. This is not a show here. I want the Holy Spirit to move. Amen? That's my cry. Hallelujah. There are others of you that relationships, that there's been some relationships in your life that have actually been speaking damnation to your dream. Let me tell you, you don't share your dream with just anybody. You've got to be very careful who you share your dreams with. And if that's you today and you say, that's me, I need the boldness. I need the wisdom from the Holy Spirit of how to sever these ties in my life, these relationships. And you know what we're going to do is we're going to call in divine appointments, divine relationships, covenant relationships. Because the enemy will bring decoys huh, in your life. To make it seem like this is a trustworthy relationship. Amen. And God is going to give you insight. If that's you, come on up. We're going to lay hands on you. Hallelujah. I know there were some other things that the Lord told me to write down. I don't want to miss it. Bear with me just a second. Because I don't want to miss it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God's going to give you the boldness to stand when you feel like you can't stand. Mm. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Others of you, and this is the last one the Lord was stirring my heart to share, is that some, there's some of us in here that are having a hard time letting go. Hard time letting go hard time letting go hard time trusting God when you've done all that you know to do then we're gonna have to just let it go we're gonna have to let it go in the flow of the Holy Spirit amen hallelujah if that's you and you say God I need the strength and look there's nothing to be condemned about either because every single one of us myself <laughs> is hard to let go but God will give you the supernatural strength to do so and if that's you I want you to come on up and then I have our prayer team those who are assigned and are part of this house prayer team if you would come up and we're going to pray hallelujah come on don't let your prayers go down now because somebody come on to pray don't, don't, don't you stop praying hallelujah come on and you that are that are praying for us in the crowd. Come on, we believe in for breakthrough.
receive. So y'all hungry? We're feeding your spirit. We're going to feed you physically. But before you go, I need some help. Tori, you got a baby over there? You're free? I need you and your mom. Go get those little gold boxes over there. Bethany talked about our power as women in prayer to waterproof. Amen. And so I got a little gift for each of you. Y'all did the door prizes, right? A little gift for each of you to unlock your prayer. So she's going to give you that. And then get your stuff and go get in the car. And don't drive too fast, but get on over to Snow's and get your table. Now, i got to tell you something. On your name badge, Bethany created in the back of your name badge is a place, place card. I need you, when you find a place that you're sitting at the table to take that place card and face you with the place card because we're going to be ministering to you while you're eating. That way the the people won't interrupt you to say, did you order crab cakes? Did you order this? Did you order that? The only thing I have confusion about is uh, Pastor uh, Pate. I'm a little confused about some of your ladies. I made up who was eating what. And if they don't like it, hopefully they love each other enough to share. I just know that you, Lady Pate, got crab cakes like me. Because the Holy Ghost is up in that. Okay, all right. All right. So y'all drive carefully. After you get your little gift, we love y'all. Go on over to Snow's and 